What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 357. We're here on Thursday, March 10th, and we've made it two more days without getting blasted by nukes. <laughs> Congratulations to us all. Yay. <laughs> Yay us. Uh, Have a shot of Stoli. Yeah, it's good vodka. Yeah, not gonna lie. But Tito's stills the best. It is. Tito's made yeah. by dog lovers. Yeah. For dog lovers in the great state True. of Texas. Okay. But if you want to support our Polish allies, has some Belvedere. Is Belvedere Polish? I don't know. I think it's French. Oh, it's French? Yeah, I think that's French. Oh, never mind. Fuck the French. Take it back. 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 Okay. <laughs> Surprised the French haven't thrown up the white flag already really? in Jesus advance. Christ. Preemptive right? surrender. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's start off with the war in Ukraine because that obviously is what everyone's talking about. A few things have happened here. We obviously were talking about the the MiG transfer, the fighter jets that were being transferred as a horrendous idea. Luckily, someone over at the Pentagon had the same thought, and they realized, oh, fuck, we probably should not do this. Uh, And you wrote about this yesterday. Obviously, they basically put the kibosh on it, but what what do you think is so key about that? Because your article is interesting. The the fact that the polls... Went went it alone basically. They yeah. they announced it. That it caught our people off guard, and it just shows that everyone sees this this administration as rudderless. Well, it's a joke. It's I mean. a joke. So they 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 can with with Afghanistan like they cannot. The United States is no longer seen as a reliable partner with regards to ensuring their security. Mm-hmm. So they're establishing contingency plans, and um, you know it's it's you can't fault them. Yeah, you know, you have a president who mumbles and has a mind made of applesauce, and then you have uh, a vice president who doesn't work hard, doesn't know what the hell's going on, and uh, has laughing fits. So, um, great segue. Yeah, because Kamala Harris had another <laughs> laughing incident oh in my Poland. God, yeah, I mean, not only is the laughing ridiculous because this yeah. isn't a laughing matter. Yeah, it's uh, not. She always tries to disarm people through her cackle. Because she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, she does This laughter basically followed uh, her, like, another word salad gibberish. It was bad. Let's, t- let's take a listen to this. And I'm wondering what the United States is going to do more specifically to set up a permanent infrastructure. And relatedly, is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for President Duda, I wanted to know if you think, and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees. Okay. <laughs> a friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> okay, I, I, I mean, what the fuck? Uh, Ukrainian refugees are funny. Yeah, yeah. The Polish president looks, like, very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, like, what, he's, the, what hell the hell are you doing, lady? And can you believe that someone, or who was it? Was it Saliza? Was it Butthole Mouth? Uh, he had, we haven't talked about him in a yeah. while. He had the gall to write an article, I think. I think it was him that said, is this finally Kamala Harris's moment? I think it might have been. Yeah. That was him, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. It sounds like someone that CNN would, would push. I mean, my God. But it's bad. Uh, and it's an interesting tactic out of Biden because he basically just is throwing her under the bus for yeah. all the bad things as has been his tech his tactic i mean (laughs) if you look at everything here (laughs) you remember everything that's gone very poorly the border (laughs) you know their so-called voting rights legislation the supply chain crisis everything everything he's put her in charge of it's all your fault (laughs) yeah and and she can't get one job done right and now we're putting her in charge of uh apparently averting world war three that's that's our job jesus um serenity now 
The Ukrainian president takes a bit of a different tact. Uh, he's actually been somewhat surprising in, in his leadership during this crisis, but uh, there's a few things about him that continue to bother me. He keeps begging for the no-fly zone. It's not going to happen. Yeah, but that's now. I mean, it's not going to happen. But that, they're always going to call for that. So yeah, but I mean, like he needs to as and, as long as he realizes yeah, it's not going to happen in his tactics. It's not going <laughs> to happen, gonna and happen. we're not going to be able to save them through yeah. that. Then that's fine. The other thing now is that he thinks that Putin is going to basically not surrender to him, but but negotiate to a point where it's not like an outright win for Russia in the war. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know about that. I, don't know. I mean, to be fair, the Russians are taking more losses than they expected to. It's a lot. A lot. It's a lot. But I don't also necessarily believe the numbers the Ukrainians are putting out. Both sides are waging yeah. a information war. It is. I mean, the uh, Ukrainians have like, I think, what, like 11,000 now? It's probably more in the, in the four to 6,000. Yeah, I think six to eight is probably yeah, fair. That's, that's our It's estimates. still a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, it, I, I just... They're bogged down in the mud. It's, I mean, it really is. It's, it's, they're like the Germans and yeah. Barbarossa. They, they're literally bogged down in the, in, in the mud. They're running out of gas. You know that that convoy is stalled because for for new for a multitude of reasons, but one of them is the fact that like the Russian soldiers know that they're getting hit by javelins. They're like abandoning the vehicles. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> they don't want to be the you know cooked in the vehicles. So, but the other aspect um, is, uh, Putin, you know, is balls deep in Ukraine. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And he doesn't really have an option to turn back and give up because of the sanctions. And and the pullout of Western companies from Russia, their economy is going to be decimated. I mean, they're going yeah. to default uh, within yeah. I think weeks. Did you see uh, that? Well, before that, did you see that they're not even going to uh, open like I think stock trading until September. Well, for foreign exchanges. For foreign exchanges. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I don't really know that he has uh, much of an option to negotiate. Yeah, I, I think it's I mean, go out in a blaze of glory type of situation, yeah. which is all the more worrisome for nuclear war, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like, we make jokes about the nuclear war. Hopefully, if it does happen, we go in the first blast, you know, like that, because who wants to die of radiation poisoning? Let's be real. But, you know, th- th- that kind of backing them into the corner, like we've talked about, wh- is what worries me. Yeah. Because the more that happens, the more, you know, I don't even know if I want to say irrational – he would actually be rational in his thinking that, well, we're fucked, so we might as well go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. You know, that's very Russian thinking. I mean, the, that's also American thinking. Yeah, I mean, you know? I mean, look, the, the Chinese were, get, were, were getting pushed into a corner with Trump on the socioeconomic and military front, and they decided to uh, unleash Release COVID. COVID. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's safe for us to say that now. <laughs> oh, well, you know, there's still people that don't agree with that, but, you know. It was a pangolin. Yeah. It was definitely. Randy Marsh. Yeah. That's a good, <laughs> he, that's a good plot. He fucked the pangolin. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's basically it on the Ukraine front. Again, you know, I really hope that the – and I think from what I've seen that there is some sober strategery going on over at the Pentagon to try to avoid World yeah, War Three, even just, though, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people that don't – that are basically encouraging it in this country. They don't understand yeah, that mean, by saying, oh, we should enforce a no-fly zone, that is yeah, war no. with Russia, yeah. okay? I mean, oh, World, War, World War Three is the bipartisan consensus on this, which I think should terrify everybody, which is well, not yeah, really Well, yeah, because, you know, reported. the Republican war hawks are just yeah. as bad. Uh, the same thing with the MiGs. Yeah. I'm like, you realize that NATO 
giving them a fuck ton of MiGs flying out of a NATO base can be considered an act of war, right? Yeah. We, we need to realize that Putin really could consider anything he wants to be an act of war, even the sanctions. Yeah. And, I think he already considers the sanctions. And, you know, he yeah. says, if you interfere, you know, like, there's yeah. there's going to be hell to pay. <laughs> he basically threatened to nuke the fucking world. Like, you know, this isn't a guy to be fucking around with. And I saw someone yesterday that was like, oh, yeah, well, the same people said the same thing about Hitler in 1939. And I'm like... There were no nuclear weapons in 1939. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> it wasn't the two biggest nuclear-armed countries yeah, really. facing off against each other. Yeah. But also, there's there's not much indication to back up this claim that these warmongers are making that you think Ukraine's the only thing he's going to want. He's going to go well past it. He's going to go into Poland and Romania and all these fucking little shithole Eastern European countries, which, by the way, you know, we've had the discussion on that. <laughs> there, I don't see an indication of that. Like, I really don't. He could shock you. I mean, certainly I, could. I don't trust this guy. Certainly mother. could. I don't trust this guy. Same way I don't trust the Chinese. Certainly so. could. But to make that argument when he can't even fully roll Ukraine yet yeah. is a bit premature. Well, yeah, I think that's that's a debate for later. Let's focus on trying to get Ukraine cooled down a little bit so we don't... Well, they want to amp it up. Yeah. They're basically making the argument that we might as well just declare World War Three down because it's coming anyway. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah. be that as it may. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't just you provoke that just for the fuck of it. Yeah. Like, they don't understand. Also, World War Three with this with this administration? Are you kidding no, me? No, I know. I know. Well, it's like... We're going to die. Can you think more than five minutes ahead mm. here? Because <laughs> that's how people are making these decisions. Listen. And on how we should, you know... Pull out all the stops to support Ukraine Listen, in this. And they that. have military contractors who gave them money, and they have new toys. To well, test. that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it is the military-industrial complex. You know, I would love to see what Nancy Pelosi's trades were right before all this was going down. I'm sure, it was heavy in oil oh, and military, and and wheat. Well, and, maybe so that's maybe, the other thing. maybe it was wheat futures that she, uh, you know, she, you know. She so that's the other thing, on. and we've talked about this a little bit on the. Sanctions and the cutting off of Russia from the rest of the world. One, the sanctions are cutting off our own dick oh to spite God. our face. Jesus Christ. I think it's because, like you say, yeah, 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 I like mine. My version's better. My version is much, much better. But, but really, like you said, the wheat price, right? That, that is something that's going to have such a butterfly effect on global food supply, global food prices. I mean, you can't really imagine what's going to happen as far as all of all of the effects downstream of all of this. And I think people are really underestimating the hard times that we're bringing upon ourselves by a lot of these sanctions because Russia is a key source of many things. Wheat, rare earth minerals, yeah. which go into the uh, electric cars that we're all supposed to buy. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder where those are going to come from. Magic. Genie. Yeah. You know, and, and people are not realizing the long-term effects of this. I wish people would think a little bit more rationally, a little bit less emotionally. I, I get it. Seeing these blown-up kids and women and children, terrible. Terrible. But you also have to realize we have our own country to look out for here. Yeah. You know? And that's really the entire principle of America first. At the end of the day, that was what Trump's policy was. Now, his policy was much different in peace through strength. Yes. 
because he told Putin These and G that he would blow them the fuck away if yeah. they fuck around and find out. A carpet bomb Moscow. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what he said. <laughs> now, this president can't accomplish that because he's weak as shit. Oh, he doesn't know where he is. President that. of Dementia. Yeah. You know? Now, I think there's part of it that uh, the Secret Service didn't want him going over to Europe, which I could understand, honestly. But another part of it was he's not capable of handling this. No. Neither is Kamala. That's, and yeah. you mentioned the other day. Yeah. We have the most amateur fucking people in government that thought that they could literally just uh, cakewalk through yep. and not have Four to years. actually do anything and have no experience in any of this shit. And now, you know, we see the yeah, result of this. Exactly. So that's it. Speaking of uh, global economic disaster, the inflation report came out again today, hitting another high. Uh, again, the worst numbers in 40 years for American consumer. Uh, the new number, 7.9%, which actually I think is doctored to be on the low side. <laughs> um, you know, it's expected to keep rising. There's no end in sight. Uh, the Democrats call for more government spending. They just passed the uh, uh, government funding bill, okay. which, of course, is a 5.5% uh, increase in military spending, which on its face sounds okay. But then you look at, oh, they're increasing 9% on domestic discretionary spending. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. So, clearly, we're taking this very seriously. Yeah, I know. Uh, it also includes $13.4 billion for Ukraine. You know, take that for what you will. Even CNBC, which, of course, is uh, not exactly a Republican outlet. <laughs> right? Rick Santelli, he's, he's pretty fair. He's okay at times. Hammering the Biden administration for their ever-evolving excuses on inflation. Roll that clip. And, of course, this inflation news is going to be tough for the administration. Nothing, Joe, nothing has been more politicized than inflation. Just let's harken back to all the things we've been through. First, it was transitory. Then, inflation is good. Then we went to corporate greed. Now we're at Putin. That's my favorite. That... <laughs> They're now literally trying to pawn all this off on on the happenings of the last three weeks. I know. And it's right? bad. That yeah. this is all Putin's yeah. fault. There's this thing called Google. We can search. And it's <laughs> we're going to find Joe Biden saying it's transitory. Well, first it was a transitory. <laughs> now it's good. Then inflation was good. Yeah. Then inflation is it's your patriotic duty to pay more for goods. That was yeah. my favorite one. Yeah. That was like a what, one week stint. And then yeah. that pulled very badly. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. oh, we got to move on. Yeah. Then it went to corporate greed. And now it's Putin. Now it's Putin, yeah. Which, keep in mind, the extreme gas prices that we're seeing right now started increasing the day Joe Biden was elected because he said when he was running... We're going to ban say? fracking. And Oil drilling. And drilling, yeah. No new leases. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. That worked out. Uh, not even CNN is buying this bullshit. Take a listen. Inflation is accelerating. These are pre-war numbers as well. So many people had thought we'd see a peak in inflation in March, maybe. Well, now we have a war in Russia not captured, a war in Ukraine not captured here. Uh, year over year, 7.9% is the inflation number. That is a 40-year high. Month over month, up eight-tenths of a percent. That shows that even month to month, inflation is accelerating. It is gas. It is shelter. It is food, groceries, all these things you basically can't live without. Oh, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's bad. Yep. Well, you know, uh, yeah. 
it's it's one of those things. Uh, and then my favorite of all of this, Saki puts out this this propaganda video <laughs> this morning. Yeah. About. Let me explain to you what's going on here with inflation. Ah, when you're explaining, you're losing, so. And it wasn't just explaining. <laughs> it was the utmost gaslighting I think I've ever seen from a government <laughs> administration, <laughs> ever. So it's like Beijing. Beijing Saki? Yeah, she basically was like, none of this is our fault. Yeah. Move on with your lives. Yeah. She came right up to the point of saying, just drink and relax, like she did over the summer. Remember oh, have that? a margarita? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Uh, our great team over here at Town Hall, specifically Kevin, did a great job in actually explaining mm -hmm. what she really meant. Yeah. Roll that. You may have noticed this week that your gas prices have gone up. Even month to month, inflation is accelerating. It is gas. It is shelter. It is food, groceries, all these things you basically can't live without. I want to talk to you a little bit about why. A lot of it has to do with Vladimir Putin. The reality is that Russia is one of the three largest oil producers in the world. As long as we're buying Russian oil, though, aren't we financing the war? Well, Jackie, again, uh, it's only about 10% of what we're importing. The president's going to do everything he can to bring down the price of gas for the American people. No more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. But there are a few facts you should be aware of. I've argued against uh, any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands that we can and, uh, and, 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 and to stop that. U.S. production of oil and gas is rising. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those, either any fossil fuel. In fact, in the first year of the Biden presidency, there was more oil and gas produced in the United States than the first year of the Trump presidency. I guarantee you. And there's opportunities to produce more from here. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> that is hilarious. But part of this is on the oil companies. Right now, there are 9,000 approved unused permits that oil and gas companies could tap into now to ramp up production. This leasing thing is a complete red herring because they need permits for actual sales, for actual drilling, and for actual pipelining. And the whole story here is they're not getting any applications through. The Interior Department is stopping them. That's right. The Energy Department is stopping them. The EPA is stopping them. So what the president is doing is ensuring we're taking steps here to get more oil out into the global marketplace. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. That includes the release of 40 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve back in the fall. And he just announced their planned release of an additional 30 million barrels. Based on the price of oil, I've also instructed the Secretary of Energy to purchase, at a very good price, large quantities of crude oil for storage in the U.S. Strategic Reserve. We're going to fill it right up to the top saving the American taxpayer billions and billions of dollars, helping our oil industry and making us even further toward that wonderful goal which we've achieved, which nobody thought was possible, of energy independence. The only way to protect the United States over the long term is to become energy independent. 
That's why the president has been so focused on investing in clean energy technologies. Last month, we announced a $5 billion investment to build out a nationwide electric vehicle charging network so the people from rural to suburban to urban communities can all benefit from the gas savings of driving an EV. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love the particular one where she's like, "We're actually producing more than the first year of the of the of the Trump administration." Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, anyone yeah. who has half a brain can realize, yeah, that's because Trump was ramping everything up yep. to get you to the point where you are today, and you still fucked it up." Yeah, yeah. literally, yeah. he had you set up. That's the craziest part of all yeah. this, and all they had to do was not reverse the Trump policies. Well, by doing that, they, they they would be admitting that Trump was a good president. Exactly. So they had to... Yep, yep. Because on day one, he was out here banning all mm-hmm. kinds of oil and energy shit. And then they're like, this is another my favorite line, the leases. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they play on the fact that most people don't actually know how that works. <laughs> a lease is not the same thing as saying... Go ahead, stick your fucking pipe in the ground. Okay? Yeah. It's, you may apply for a permit to drill onto this parcel of land in the future, right? So then you have to apply to get the permit. And what do you think that process entails? A whole bunch of environmental bullshit that they put into place. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Trump had removed the red tape for it. We were getting pipes into ground at extraordinary rates. We were sucking it off for sure. Yes. We were balls deep into the oil. Balls deep. Double penetration maybe. Oh, my God. That part got cut for sure. (laughs) Then, or maybe it made it into uncensored. (laughs) I don't know. That's up to Mr. Producer. Uncensored. Um, Uncensored. But then... Now they're like, oh, yeah, the leases is the same thing as permitting. No, yeah. no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, and why aren't you expediting permits? Well, we know why, because mm-hmm. they, can't, they can't do that because it would go back on everything that they said, even though it's a time of national crisis. And then they say, well, uh, we would consider expedited permitting for select companies should they uh, adhere to strict environmental guidelines. Uh-huh. Let me translate that for you. Uh, we'll maybe think about giving some of these permits out if they agree that they're going to be super financially responsible for any kind of accident that happens at this drill site, which could financially ruin the company. Oh, and not only that, we may revoke it at any time in the future ah, should great. the crisis end. Great. And then they wonder why oil and gas companies are not, not willing not to really shell really out really millions really of really dollars really. to stick new pipes in the fucking ground. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And then, best part. This is the best part of all of it. Well, we're seriously looking at uh, releasing a large portion of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Again? Well, last time it was a very small portion. Okay. Now they're saying huge, huge oil. Huge. They want to lose. One problem with that. The Strategic Petroleum Reserve is not for consumer use. No, it's not. It's designed it's for the military. For the military. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And we should not be releasing that because there are much worse times ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the uh, the daily uh, talk on oil here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and by the way, uh, don't forget, you can, of course, buy your $100,000 electric car because uh, let them eat cake. Yeah. yeah. Cake. Cack. Yeah. Let them eat cack. Um, yeah, so that's where we're at with that. Uh, what else we got here? Yeah, we got a lot of great news today here for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the uh, oh oh the the plane mask mandate is quietly extended for another month. That's a what? Because that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Ugh, wait, um, I thought it was going. It was going to expire in like eight days. Six days. Yeah. Six, but, when when did he when did he when did that happen? Yeah. Exactly. That's how they got really? you. Really? Yeah. Seriously? When this did morning, that happen? Oh, my yeah. God. Um, Another month. Yeah, like those, you know, masks do anything on a uh, fucking uh. tube filled with people's germs and farts. Um, <laughs> what else do we got here? This on the heels of a major study that comes out that mask mandates in schools don't work, which we already knew. But again, what else do we got? The Surgeon General. Oh, calling for censorship again? Yeah, because he apparently yeah, he, knows he, everything. He wants to be the he, yeah. He wants to have the this is the Ministry of Truth initiative. He wants mm-hmm. to have for COVID. Yeah, yeah, what do they want to do? Oh, basically, they <laughs> shut us down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shut yeah. us down. If you don't prescribe, <laughs> if you don't prescribe to the approved narrative, you will be shut down as misinformation by the federal government, because he wants the tech companies to report this to them. Uh, and he wants the tech companies to essentially form Stasi forces to keep quote misinformation off their platforms. Oh, okay, okay. You know, I I I really I don't have the energy to run down the whole list of things that were once considered misinformation that now were proven totally true. Oh, uh, the, literally co- the COVID passport. Yeah, being tied to employment mm-hmm. doesn't. Uh, you you can't get infected if you get the shot. You mm-hmm. can't transmit the virus if you get the shot. You mm-hmm. can take the mask off if you get the shot. Mm-hmm. What else is there? The virus wasn't created in China. Virus wasn't created in China. Maybe that was a good one. Yeah, yeah that was another good. That one. was a real good one. Um. Yeah. So that that's what they want. Oh, seasonal. Oh yeah. yeah COVID yeah, being yeah. seasonal. Yeah, it is seasonal. I mean, basically, literally everything <laughs> that the so-called experts heavy air quote usage yeah. there, uh, have been wrong about. Yeah. So, you know, we can't let them silence dissent. And uh, we're working against that, but I could tell you that the big tech companies are taking the lead of the federal government on this one, that's for sure. Because they don't want any actual regulation yeah. on them. Uh, you wrote about this today. This New York Times reporter had some yeah. pretty harsh words yeah. for his colleagues who claim that they're, quote, <laughs> traumatized yeah. by January 6th. He called them fucking bitches. Yeah. And he was very direct about that, how basically January 6th is being overblown. Mm-hmm. And then when confronted, he was like, well, I was in a bar setting, you know, in a you know public area. You know, it doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Well, after saying that, he also stood by his comments. And, you know, again, we're back to this crap again about January 6th. It wasn't a big deal. Even, even members of the New York Times are saying that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good video. It's a good well, video. you know, the, uh, uh, the Biden... Uh, crises yeah. of inflation, gas prices, the economy falling apart, the Ukraine war, every foreign policy disaster, the list goes on and on. It destroyed their strategy of having this year, this midterm yeah. year, be about January 6th. Yeah. That was the whole point of the January 6th commission, right? Yep. And, uh, you know, now they're having actually a lot of issues with these people who they've charged because they can't really prove a lot of these can't things. Anything, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, some of these people that are being, uh, uh, I guess, uh, at trial now, some of the judges are like, yeah. what, what are we doing yeah, here? Really, yeah, really. Like, what are we doing here? Charge them um, or don't charge them. There's no, none of this indefinite. This is basically indefinite detention. For a lot of these people. Uh, apparently, uh, this was reported by uh, Leslie McAdoo-Gordon over at Red State this week. There is a uh, January 6th defendant, and not actually a defendant, because he hasn't even been charged. Oh, no. But he's being held by the federal government. 
for uh let me see now i believe 82 days 84 days now oh jeez yeah so not really sure uh how they can uh justify that yeah. Um, yeah, January 6th defendant, not really a defendant, was being illegally detained and locked up more than 80 days with no indictment. Not indicted. Okay? Oh, my God. Well, then this came up. Came up to court. Well, now the Department of Justice is rushing to obtain an indictment for him. This is political persecution. I mean, it's really yeah. disgusting yeah. what's going on here. Just release these people. They didn't do anything wrong. And not only that, not only that, you know, this was, this was no insurrection. <laughs> yeah, I always say... The armed coup. If it was, if it was the insurrection, oh, we would have won. You would have known. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you yeah. President Trump would be president right now. Well, you know, I I don't want to go down that path. But let's do it. I'm just go down that path. I'm just let's take that red pill. They did not find. Well, they did. They did not. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't wasn't coordinated. I'm just saying. But if if, it was, if there was to be the president, the I word. (laughs) Yeah. I'm pretty sure the most armed populace. Yeah. Or armed part of the populace yeah. would have came off. Oh, but, sure. you know, for sure. the, the moot point. Um, would have been a glorious day of Thanksgiving. Well, you know, the country would probably be much better off, but, be. you know, can't say that. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't even take conviction mm-hmm. to ruin people's lives, as we found out, because January 6th defendant Matthew Perna was looking at some serious jail time for a peaceful walk through the Capitol. He was on video and on camera snapping selfies Chanting USA, apparently in the biggest threat to our government that we've ever seen before. Oh my um, god. Uh, he, he also tapped a window with a pole, but didn't break it or destroy anything else in the Capitol. He didn't hit a cop. He really uh, cre- uh, committed no crime besides uh, trespassing on federal property, which, you know, uh, I make the argument that we own that property, so, you know, taxpayers. Um, we was looking at 51 months he decided he was not really looking to do that, so he committed suicide. Oh, terrible. Committed suicide. Well, terrible. you know, the FBI now decided to drop their charges against him on Wednesday because he people. killed himself. So th- this really is ridiculous what's going on here, and it's one of the most underreported stories that, uh, of the last year is the abuse, uh, the outright political persecution, yeah, and and total violation of rights of the, of the so-called January 6th defendants. And, you know, we've talked about it at, at, at probably not enough, but someone's got to talk about it. And uh, we're going to be we're going to be having some more stories on that because it really is one of the biggest abusive rights in our time. Um, the fucking terrorists at Guantanamo. Yeah. Get are being right. treated better. Yeah, they do. They get Did right you canceled. see yeah. that they released one of them because he was having some mental issues? Yeah, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Terrible. Um, well, we'll probably drone strike that motherfucker soon. Oh, I don't know about that. Remember, (laughs) we released those guys for that traitor Bo Bergdahl, and then the Taliban took control of the country. And then, after all that, Bergdahl went back to jail. Did he go back to jail? I thought, did he? I don't know about that. Oh, he was found guilty of being a deserting little prick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if went to jail, though. Damn it. Oh, he did avoid jail time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Typical. Liberals always get off. Of course. Yeah. Uh, let's see, election integrity. Few, few notes on election integrity. Florida just passed a great election integrity law, voter ID, banning uh, Zuckerberg-style infusion of money that, that only funds ballot harvesting and bullshit. They passed a great law there. I think it has to go to the state Senate. Hopefully it'll pass there and be signed yeah, by nice. uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. Nice. Texas, of course, had yeah. the election integrity law, mm-hmm. which set off the new Jim yeah, Crow. Jim price. Crow, it's racist. Blah, blah, well, blah, blah, blah. Interesting enough, yeah, it already came into play. Yeah, 
And I believe you wrote about these, right? Yeah, I mean, okay. uh, well, for for one, a couple of them, one of them was that uh, the some of the mail-in ballots are being rejected because they didn't meet the voter ID requirements. Mm. Right? All right. Who and would then, have ever thought yeah. that that was happening? And then we had a Harris County uh, Harris County election commissioner resign because she didn't count the ballots. She just huh. forget rejection rate or any of that. She just didn't count them. So in this Democratic bastion, the <laughs> mm-hmm. Jim Crow <laughs> really turned out to be. Just a dumb fuck commissioner just didn't who didn't count like some ten to twelve thousand ballots. And and <laughs> the Secretary of State found that twelve thousand non citizens were, were able to yeah, vote. So huh. it's not uh, it's a lot of work to you know that a lot needs to be done. But uh, listen, a lot of ballots were uh, rejected because uh, you know they didn't have the proper voter ID requirements. So yeah, well. Oh, you know, I was told that the uh, elections. Oh had yeah, I know. No I, I was told. I was told those laws yeah. are like the Klan, but mm. hey, apparently the Harris County is full of the Klan now. Yep. Democrat Klan. I guess so. <sighs> Call up Clayton Bigsby. Yeah. Let's see. Do we have any more bad news here? Um, anything breaking in the last few minutes? I don't think so. Juicy Smoye. Oh Juicy yeah. Juicy Smoye. Life uh, in prison. Uh, no, no unfortunately. Not. unfortunately not. Um, I don't even know if they finished yet because they started the freaking. They started. Well, his bodyguards were assaulting press members of the press as they were going to the courthouse. Yes, they started this sentencing, and now they went into this like thing about how the defense was like, "Yeah, he was still beat up by a white guy." I'm like, "Okay, okay well, well, uh, that's yeah. not true." Um, and then, then, the apparently his family gets to talk. Not sure why that has any fucking effect yeah. on it whatsoever. Uh, my bet is he doesn't get any jail time, but we will see. A little bit of good news. A little bit of good news. Baseball is back. Yes. Baseball's back. Finally, we got Universal DH. Boom. Universal DH <laughs> making the National League great again. Uh, also, March Madness is here to keep us distracted while we get blown away by nukes. Yeah. So <laughs> that is the uplifting news of the day. I really couldn't I couldn't find anything else. I tried. I literally searched. Uh tomorrow's for, Friday. I uh, yeah, but like <laughs> <laughs> that that happens every week. So uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that's like good news per yeah, se. Yeah, Friday's good. I can't even fucking do it anymore. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh oh, oh. Janet Yellen said she doesn't expect a recession in the United States, which means There's a recession. Recession is it's definitely coming. happening. Recession's coming. Uh-huh. Yeah, so going to call it a day on that one. Oh, one little bit of good news here. One last time. One last time. Due to overwhelming response mm-hmm. from our great triggered listeners, mm-hmm. I decided to keep this special promotion open through today's episode. <gasps> one last chance to get the super special VIP discount. And this is it. No more extensions. I'm going to hold my word this time, even though... Maybe you should keep extending it like the mask mandate on airplanes. No, it's not like that. You should keep extending it. It's not like that. So this is it. (laughs) Only available through tomorrow night, March 11th, Friday, 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Going to be gone forever. Triggered 50% off. We get 50% off for Town Hall VIP. Go to townhallvip.com. Use the promo code TRIGGERED50. That's TRIGGERED50 to get 50% off of VIP. I promise you, you will love Triggered Uncensored. That makes it worth it alone. But not only that, you get a ton of other shit, including Matt's VIP column, which was great on Tuesday. Katie's VIP columns, which come out on Friday. You get 
Larry, you get Kurt's VIPs on Wednesday, uh, his his stream of consciousness on Friday, his podcasts on Monday. Mm-hmm. The list goes on and on. We got great, great stuff going for you over there. And that is how you can directly support us in telling the truth against these big tech fucking tyrants who want to destroy our lives. I mean, half the time we spend our days fighting against those people. So if you can help fund us directly, we would so greatly appreciate it. Thank you to all of you who have become VIP members. It means the world to us. Uh, Again, that's townhallvip.com using promo code TRIGGERED50 to receive 50% off. Uh, And and, and we understand that times are tough. So even if you can't afford it, thank you for listening to TRIGGERED. We love you. Thank you for your emails. We love hearing from you. Uh, We'll hopefully get to some listener emails next week. Uh, Just a programming note. Next week, uh, we'll have an episode on Tuesday, no episode Thursday, uh, because I am off for March Madness. Mm-hmm. Um, my luck will get nuked before basketball even starts, but, you know, we'll see what happens. If you'd like to reach out, email is triggered at townhall.com. Again, five-star ratings and reviews really help us a lot. Thank you to those of you who have been putting those in the last few days. We really appreciate it. And we will be uh, back here for another episode of Triggered on Tuesday. See you then.